0: Yo, son! One F is life. It's not the one that should be underestimating. Got hey!
1: Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness. We rap nerd now here, right? Like, I can tell you were a nerd. It's primal. And that's yeah. raw, hard girl. Speaking of sneaky big tits, are you out there fucking? I'm doing that. <laughs> years ago, I brought a
2: millionaire This years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago.
0: Cypher Sounds. Peter Rosenberg. One app is life. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And? And Bay Area. Oh, that Yay Area. Tell them
1: Mr. Fab is back. Mr. Fab Bay is back. Area. Yo, is it Mr. Fab? Is this Mr. Fab back by the way? Or first time on One App? No, he did.
3: Nah, didn't actually. It, we did. Oh, he did, 97. We did Hot 97. Uh oh, but we you never, didn't do it the, did the podcast. Pull that mic nice and close yeah, we to you. Yeah, we, never, we never did the podcast, so this is my first time.
1: Wow. And, and who's this
3: fine I'm gentleman? i sure we
0: used a piece of it for the pot. No.
3: I don't think so. I don't think no, so. Was, on, was I? He was on one up too?
1: Yeah. Damn Mr. Fab Why you come here And lying to me were like this you with
3: some girl Did we film it at Yo sight. It was at Hot What We? Oh, we no okay, no so was We filmed a, it at Hot <laughs> <It's not laughs> You're like absolutely that. right oh, uh, There God. was a girl
0: That you was talking about Hyphy shit with Who,
3: Nah I was I was with a chick Who was I with I was with a uh,
0: Somebody, like, was she a reporter or something? Or? She, was a, you was she was a you feel me.
3: She was a you feel me? <laughs> she was a you feel me. <laughs> no, nah, I,
1: was I didn't mean it like me. I didn't uh, like, mean uh, uh, it like that. that been <laughs> <laughs> she was some kind of official. Yo, by the way, by the way, that was, Saif just pulled a real Rosenberg move. Yo, you were with that girl who wasn't your wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who was that well, again? I didn't I say that. She so was uh, a you feel me. You feel me. And who's
3: the fine gentleman you brought with you, Mr. Fab? That's my uncle, man. This is Unk the Hunk, man. Where we from, Unk's a... That's a star, man. That's a superstar, man. This is everybody's uncle. Everybody loves Uncle. I'm Rosenberg Uncle
2: now. Yeah, yo, Uncle. Yeah. This show. This I'm down, shows Unk. me.
0: Yeah. This 100% shows me Rosenberg doesn't follow Mr. Fab on the gram. Okay. They got a lot of stuff Unk, going on, man.
1: Uncle is all over that. Isn't it fun? I hate the gaps I have of random people I love who I don't follow, and then I Bro. look. I'm like, what? Then is the worst one. What? This is really, really dark. Then, they, then someone dies, and you look, and you're like, why didn't I follow them? Yeah, on the yeah, gram? you go to yeah. look at their page, and it says
3: follow, follow back, back.
1: And you're like, yo, I wasn't following Fab, you man. ever had that happen? Where you yeah. look, and it says follow back, and Two then you feel ago. like shit,
3: it just happened? Two days ago, damn. man. That's crazy. You'd be like, damn, I. My whole cop out is I follow you in real life. So, you know. That's a great cop out. Follow you in real life. Social <laughs> media doesn't matter. That's
1: a great that's a great job for real, by for you. Real, for real. All right, so Saif, as I go to Mr. Fab's page, yeah. are you saying I'm gonna see the presence of Unk? Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh,
0: most definitely. Yeah, Unk and Fab is
3: Most definitely. It's
0: the most fiery show on there, bro. It's
3: hilarious. You we go you, city to city, country to country doing skits and wilding yeah, out. Basically yeah. just But living even life, just man. being
0: in a dope at a store.
3: What the fuck? Oh, Why
2: I'm, is it? I'm shadow banned for real. Oh, Fabby yeah. Davis Jr. Oh, it's Fabby Davis Jr. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
3: shadow banned because of him. Oh yeah. really?
2: Yeah, most definitely. He Matthew, has you. Yeah. In so a court of law, that wouldn't be good. Allegedly. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes.
1: uh, uh, oh no, I'm I I did know it was Fabby Davis Jr. by allegedly. So so uh this is your real life uncle? Yeah, this is my hood uncle. So not your real life uncle. Yeah. Well not your what blood you uncle. Sorry, sorry, not your blood uncle. Right. Yeah, right. right.
0: Or law uncle. Or crip uncle. Is that what you're saying? What you mean? <laughs> what do you mean that blood uncle? What does that mean? Meaning he's
1: not um A fabs. I hate
0: that shit when people say well, cipher. What's your like white girls? What's your real name? Everybody's called me Cipher since I was 16 years old. That don't make it real? Well, <laughs> no, what's no, your no. government name?
3: <laughs> but that this is that's not the same as this. So in hood terminology okay, go what ahead. this would stand for is somebody that is from your neighborhood or from your city or or has some form of influence around you. Um that was like an uncle like father like kind of figure, and he just raised you he always kept you know kept you in and 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 it just with with good game with good inspiration, and y'all just bridged that relationship. he was like, you know, and it was just like,' what's up, Unc? that's unk, so he took the uncle role, you took the nephew role, um and some go further, some go further in life, man like that, when we come from the neighborhoods that we come from, most of us don't our fathers aren't present or no big homies, no no relatives, so we we really take to that kind of relationship, and so that's what this is, man. But you couldn't tell you couldn't tell us that you know that we wasn't really family, family related. Here's was here's what's bugged out about what you just
0: said, right? Let me do some hood math. Okay. Let me do some hood math. Okay. All right. Hood math is like this is an example of hood math. My boy, he got his brother got stabbed by his baby mother's. Other baby's father. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm
1: sure that's happened many times. Okay, sure. His
0: his brother got stabbed by his baby mother's other baby's father. Got it. Okay. Hood math here is a lot. You just said a lot of dudes where we come from don't know their father's. But their fathers are somebody's unk in a different hood.
1: Facts.
2: Right, right, right. That's deep when <laughs> that's you think crazy. About
3: that. That's crazy, yeah, right? That's crazy right? right? They
0: might be the OG in another hood where everybody's like, yo, unk. But then he don't even fuck with his own kids.
3: That happens daily. For whatever, yeah. and, and you
0: don't even know the reason. Sometimes yeah. some dudes, it really be the mom that's wiling out on them while blocking them from the kids. You know what i mean? saying? So not every guy that doesn't see his kids is a deadbeat dad. But they might be somebody's unk. And you hate them. You are like I never see my dad. And twenty niggas in the hood look up to him. That's
3: a definitely. That's a great.
0: That's what I'm here I for. I Concur.
3: And 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 the reason why is because we've seen that we've seen people have. You may have like people be like, man, you take care of him more than you better than you
2: take care of your own kids. Yeah.
3: Step
2: daddies. Yep. Step hood unks. Yep. I can say I can say that uh, that I probably. Uh, I probably have a, a better relationship with you than I have with my son. <laughs> wow. That's, and that's, Seth, that was you just
1: said something sincere. Why are you laughing
2: like that? <laughs> no, but I, 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 just I, said something very real. I was
1: gonna I jump in and of, make a joke about and It that. was the
3: actual shit that he was, said. Like Not just based off the fact that you gotta understand the story, story coming up. Yeah. Of course. Coming up, Uncle was in and out of jail and all, you know, and, 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 and that may have prevented me the from maturation of their friends, of, of their relationship and their friendship. So, right. you know, um, not saying that he a deadbeat dad, dad because he's yeah. a he's a hell of a grandfather as well to his son's children, but, but you have a relationship see, with yeah, your yeah, son. Yeah. I'm just see. saying,
2: like based on you know, I, I spent a long time running out of jail and using drugs. That those um, not using that as an excuse, but from that being a fact, I was not present as much as yeah. I should have been for my kids. Bro, well, you, and that
1: and, and there's and there's a lot more pressure on that relationship. Than there is on the un- like, Neff relationship, right, right, you know what I right. mean. You have a little bit more room. You have a lot more wiggle room in this relationship, and as far as the emotional effect that it has on the younger person, right? You know what right. I mean. Like you mess up with your actual kids yeah, where you're not different. around, that affects the way yeah, they view you.
2: I don't know. Sometimes he acts like.
1: Oh really? Or he or, or Fab's just
2: like that too. Sometimes he acts <laughs> like your kids. So yeah. <laughs> what you're saying
1: is true though, but
0: here's another aspect to it that. You overthink the shit you might do with your real kids, but the way y'all got a relationship, you just say fuck it, and that's really how you should be with your kids. Yeah. Like you don't gotta overthink every move; don't gotta be perfect.
1: That's that's an interesting point. I'll tell you one this thing: is, this, is, this episode this is deep. Is deep. This is family this and Episode I, and I have a, you a can't afford counseling. to miss. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I'm being serious. I have joke I joke about the the family relation thing a lot between how how black people safe relationships and white people do. Like it's a it's a common joke in my life because on the morning show you know anytime youtube people are like oh my uncle so-and-so and i'll always be like real uncle and yeah. it's always a stupid joke in right. reality though it's a thing that in my experience white people are missing out on yeah do Look, white people have cousins you mean like you mean play cousins <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah like i don't yeah. never hear him say man what's man this is my cousin, cousin and it yeah. don't really say like no
1: no it's it's really if you say it you got if you, that's are no, no, no. italian though no i do yeah, Italians oh, okay. are like hold Italians' cousin. I, I just want to tell. I don't care what either of these people are saying. Okay. By yeah, and right. large, when white people say this is my cousin, ninety eight percent of the time it is their first or second cousin. That's like it is, second cousin. like it is a it is a relative. Because we, we way more okay. than black people yeah. do. It's not even close to comparable. But a it's a
3: hood rule. You know somebody over ten years. That's your cousin. Okay.
0: Yeah, but a lot of yeah. in the white in the white a lot of white. And I'm being general, but in a lot of white neighborhoods, it's more spread out. Where like in the hood. Tight you're, Right above, right below, right next door, so you always with them. I always say, I used to say my apartment building because I didn't never lived in the projects, but I lived in the buildings. I used to say my building was my mansion, and my family just lives in different rooms in the in the mansion. <laughs> Instead of saying I live in a my apartment was my bedroom,
1: right?
0: In a mansion, because then it don't feel like you're just in a mansion. small ass apartment. apartment. You're like, oh, this is my bedroom. I never heard you say and- that. Wow. I, I'm with some hood dudes today. Yeah, wow. usually we talk to a bunch of fucking nerds. Now, I
1: mean, now uh, I resent the Rosenthal's just leaving and you saying that. <laughs> uh, you no, know, the only time when white people definitively say it is like all of my friends who have, because I'm not a dad yet, all of my friends who have kids, they will when I come over refer to me as Uncle, Uncle Peter. Right, like that man. is definitely a thing, but that's it. Like my parents' friends. So a couple, a, a year and change ago, our closest family friend's daughter died. At 25 years old, rest in peace, Rachie, Cipher remembers it well. Yeah, and describing it that way sucks. I want to say my cousin died because right. that is the feeling that I had. It felt like that. But right? we don't. You, but but my family doesn't use that. So all I say is like it's my parents' friend's daughter, yeah, yeah, which yeah, sounds yeah. fucking so
3: yeah. tenuous. It, sound distant. Nah, it sounds distant. It sounds distant,
1: and yeah. it's not. She really
3: was but my. I've my told cousin. you
0: for years about my my aunt Susie, who's not my aunt. She was just my mom's best friend. Right.
3: Yeah, you no, know, them definitely the, aunties. Yeah, that's my auntie. Your mom's yeah. best friends, them is definitely aunties. And her kids are definitely your cousins. Oh, right, uh, 100%. Sure. Yeah. And then your successful friends from the neighborhood, yeah. most definitely yeah. your cousins. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have to be from your neighborhood. Hey, five, They're from hey, your that's my cousin. Yeah. Now, now,
1: hold on. That, that, now, that means being that you are like, a, Fab's like a, you're like a hood legend. Oh, hella people cousin. You have to be so many people's cousins and uncles, uncles who you don't want to be. Sure. And you have to right. sit there and be like, mm-hmm, and kind of grit Brother. your teeth.
3: You brother, hey brother!
1: Oh, you get brother too,
3: brother. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to do something different with you. I'm not your brother.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, oh no, no! <laughs> I'm
3: told thinking oh, I'm not no. your oh, that, yeah, I'm oh, not that, your yeah. How yeah. do
2: you feel when the girls tell you what's up? You like a, you, I tell them I ain't your uncle. Yeah. I don't see. I don't want you seeing me as your uncle. I don't want you to be trying to get <laughs> <Yeah>. your, <laughs> yeah. your pants. What I don't, I don't look about, like. I don't hey, look hey,
1: like,
0: unk. Unk. like that. No, you're brother
2: to me. I don't know if I can really say what I say when I be saying it to them. So I don't want to use that language here. Like. Listen, you're safe with us. It's yo, on yo, you. Lately, well, I be like, I ain't young, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not young, bitch. Nope. Yeah.
0: Nope. Yo, lately oh. I've been telling girls, they're like, what's up, friend? I go, I'm not, we're not friends.
2: Not
1: we're not, friends. At we're at not at friends. What's up, friend? What are yeah. you putting out in the universe that you're getting what's up, friend? I get that a lot. I you put out a lot of friend on? energy, a lot. Yeah. Friends, I'm like,
0: <laughs> like friend concentration camp, yo.
1: It's, what do you mean? It's beyond a zone. It's, it's yeah. It's a whole fucking. You're stuck there for while. Like, I'm fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. exiled into friend
0: zone. Um, this is the Bay Area right here. You know, it, yo, it, I love Mr. Fab, man. This is one of my. Is is uh, yo? He called me last week. Mm-hmm. He texted me, said he'd been DMing me. I've been answering. I didn't look. I didn't see any DMs. You must be DMing a, a different cyber sound. I
3: was tagging you,
0: but. I follow this guy. I'm a huge fan, and you're one of the guys that I feel like a little giddy about that we actually talk as friends. There's certain rappers that I look up to so much, and then that premier, Q-Tip, the Griswold. Wow, he's
1: guys putting like that. He, this guy's putting you in rarefied no, no, air. But this, he heavy. don't get the credit. He heavy, don't get the
0: credit. He don't get the credit he deserves. And what's funny, I just saw you. I told you the other day. You did a you. You was on some podcast and you talk about how Too Short don't get his credit. Right. Well, tell me that real quick because I'm gonna tell you why you don't get yours,
3: man. In hopes that you're not just bloviating, man. I appreciate that, man. If you, what the, did
2: you say? <laughs> now you know I had one class. I don't understand <laughs> nothing about. I have resources. I didn't have with a date.
1: He means he hopes that Sif means what he just said. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: I was just talking
1: but it was kind of a deep way to say it. I, I enjoyed that
3: okay <laughs> just to be in the company of the, I mean. and he does bloviate so that's oh, that's I'm a good premier is yeah, my favorite blo- producer ever so yeah. to be mentioning him that was dope um, but no what I was saying was basically about too short man you know um, the alleged gatekeepers of hip hop the alleged gatekeepers of hip hop are definitely east coast bias. Yes. And so, yes, when we when we when we talk about well it started here That's why Most definitely I oh, mean, yes, I, you're I, I, right. That's not to be denied You're right You right. know You can't argue with fact
0: but. Wait, well, Real real quick I just happened to be Watching Straight out of Compton The other day And the way they treat The New York rappers That were in the studio That was supposed to do Boys oh, in the so hood they, you know, they, they did us so dirty that's, I forgot how dirty They did really us Really? They They're know. like Yo B yeah. I don't like this beat. B, B. Like group. it was so bad That was funny So yeah So but, yeah Okay East so Coast the gatekeepers
3: bias. Do have East Coast bias I would agree So when we look at the billboard list that was dropped a few months ago and we see all this. And, you know, any you want to get somebody irritated and agitated, create a list. We, trust me, yeah. no. And, and, <laughs> and, and so these lists will create the most craziest conversations yeah. everywhere around the world. But when you see 50 artists and then you see some of the artists that are on that list and you don't see too short, to me, I'm just like... Shred the whole list. Yeah, and the reason being is because how can you exclude someone that has been there since the beginning, that is still relevant mm-hmm. till this day? To who, this day, who just got off a tour, grossing twenty million, a tour he, who who who's booked every weekend, who's dropped
0: over if he wants to be.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he, like, yeah. Yeah, if he could chill at home. He has a residency in Las Vegas. He does like. Like, this is too short. Like, you look at all of the, the times that he's been sampled, all of the time uh, his influence, and then you'd be like, dude, this is somebody that's, this, he's a 57-year-old man Wait, who t- lives like he's 22 and doesn't care about anything.
1: Well, like, it, the, I guess I guess there's a couple ways of looking at this. If you were to have a conversation that was just based on, you know, straight up, quote, lyricism, right? right. I can understand why you wouldn't put too short, super-duper high. But the reality is when you look at those lists, There are a lot of people who are on there who are not Chino XL. You know what I mean? A lot of people, or Raskas, a lot of people on those lists are there because of all the things you just mentioned. Most definitely. The influence, the success, the hits, um, all those different things, which is why it would make no sense to not have
3: Too Short on that list. It just has to be, when we're doing these lists, there has to be a, a multitude of different uh, 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 sections yeah, and like categories of how okay skill okay we want to talk skill he may not be your favorite rapper when we say skill wise but when like, we talk like, about
0: mo- like, like lyric like a Nas, like Nas
1: lyricist type like okay lyrics. I mean but listen man, no no Two Shorts I think Two short would be the first to admit he's not a complex
3: rapper that's not what okay. he does he's always said that he's all but but when we talk about greatest storytellers
0: influence
3: influence we when we people when they talk about great storytellers they never mention short which never. to me is crazy like if you just An go back and Rick. listen to freaky tales yeah. he did a seven minute song about lord knows how many women and just different stories and yeah. tales about them like these tales were crazy cuss words invasion of the flat booty bitch like they, we have to talk about the things that he was doing at a time where people wasn't even cursing in their raps yeah that was like, he was like, whoa, you said what? You called a woman a bitch? Whoa. Yeah. Like, for him to have the audacity and the courage to do that at these times, to not come with the Sugar uh, sugar Hill flow, the hip, he uh. didn't come with none of that flow, and he came around that same time. Right. So that flow was like the most bit flow around the world. Everybody wanted to be Curtis Blow, everybody wanted to be Sugar Hill. He came with a whole different, like, whoa, like, and so-
0: and then and then uh he got uh, the influence that he had, the amount of people he put on. Right. The 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 out the trunk hustle the hustle, the hustle of independent before we even used the, the word, word independent. independent. Uh, also yeah.
1: also the sonics musically. Oh, the baseline. The actual baseline and, and
3: He was producing a majority of those songs. Um. Right. In the infancy stages of his career, right? He was the actual producer. Yeah. So when we look at that, we look at the fact: okay, we're not good in the skill category. We may not be up there like the Nas's and like the you know the J's and the KRS ones and all of these other great MCs over the time. But where he totally has them whooped is let's talk about sales. Let's talk about who did, who went platinum more times, who went gold more times, who did more collaborations, no, um, who put out more records, who had who made more he money, he had, who had more fun. He yeah, well, he and had also with, with, he's the only
0: rapper that had a song with Biggie,
3: Pac, Pac Jay-Z, Jay uh, Pimp MC, C, like <laughs>
0: like
1: all of them. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and when you think about the way people and I, this will, I always tread lightly on this subject. When you think about the way people grade Pac, they give Pac the extra scores that you're talking about. Yes. Because Pac, I always, and I know people get mad about this. Here we go. Pac and Biggie, you cannot compare them lyrically. Because Biggie was on, in terms of the rapidity rap skill, yeah. Biggie's on a different level. Pac gets his other points in other places. Right influence. And, influence and, with, yeah. and I mean, and just the way he hits people in the heart. Yeah, there's, right, a, right. there's something about him as a person that's different. You gotta do the same thing for, for too sure, short. Yeah. Even though they're totally different in terms of what they did, you gotta give Short those extra points also.
3: And like Short's Pac's big homie. Like, this is Pac wearing life is too short shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the big homie in the music game. Right. This is the guy that who. Jay-Z sought after to put on his album. Mm-hmm. Like Everybody when, did. We talk about these collaborations. These are times. Now, mind you, let's talk about the times yeah, He's on big album, too. He's on Big's album, yeah. too. Let's talk about the times that these events occurred. This is the time where the East Coast, West Coast is like, it's, what yeah. side are you oh, on? No, yeah.
1: no, no, Short was completely.
3: I'm, he, I'm Short. He didn't even matter. Like, I'm not mad. a song with Pac. Yeah. I'm in New York. But then
1: this gets into a bigger conversation. I know, Saif, and I'll let you get to the point you want to make about FAB. But, like, this gets into a bigger conversation about people sleeping on the bay, period. Oh, because I, I knew the second we were having you on, I, the first thing I would do <laughs> is admit I have, like, Yo. such a gap in my after. Basically, from the start of Mac Dre, Drew Down, that, like, era, <laughs>
3: right.
1: I'm my, I'm, I don't have it. My, oh, through hyphy. I do not have like I really like it's all I feel like an outsider whereas everywhere else in hip hop I feel comfortable knowing it like the history of haffi for example how mac dre transitioned from the dude who's I used to see in the source magazine right. to then becoming this legend by the time he passed away <laughs> bro I missed that right, like I yeah. missed that he was just a dude in the source who I saw and then this entire thing starts and uh, yo, Sife might have a nice little hyphy set. Most DJs don't even have the set in their Serato. Facts. Oh, I got my Sife always kept in hyphy. No you- hyphy, Sife. was a thing. Baby. So like, what? Th- that's my question. Is like, what is it? Period. About the Bay Area that doesn't get. And I don't. It's such a generic thing. We don't get our props. We don't blub. Every city says that. But in the Bay Area, there really is a certain amount of truth to people but not understanding the, the culture.
0: And, and the, it, there was a, real quick, there was a clip of E-40 on a podcast. I forget what it was, or a radio show. And they go, he goes, <laughs> bro, E-40 is the slickest. The guy goes, how many words or slang terms are from the Bay that we don't even know come from the Bay? And he goes, did you pack a lunch? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like we gonna be here for a while because there's so many. No, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Did you pack a lunch? It's so that no, but that is and that part's so true too. The ultimate influence in terms of
3: language, etc. So what is it, Fab? It, like, it, it invokes a lot of emotion when we talk about this conversation uh, and this topic. Uh, but for years, the Bay Area has been predominantly its own island in music. It's been its own planet in music, and not we, just music. And, and everything. Culture too, yeah. And because- everything. We've created our ecosystem that it's just us. Like, and, and, and since we want to talk about that and the array of different things, of genres that we transcend, we talk about the Panthers, the Black Panther Party. Yep. We talk about the Brown Berets. We talk about the Hells Angels. We talk about... <laughs> crazy. You know what I mean? We, we, we talk about these, what people would consider these radical social reform groups and things of that nature. Then we talk about the the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, um, the the Oakland A's, like these are things that they've always been different. They've always had their own difference to them. The hippies, mm-hmm. um,
0: the whole yep, the whole hippie movement. And so,
3: and so that whole that multifaceted cultural area and certain spaces, when 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 you're not there, you don't understand it. And anything that you don't understand, you kind of reject. You kind of uh, I'm not cool on that. You know what so I'm saying? I'm, I'm against that. The Bay Area created the independent music, music scene. So a person can be a millionaire or a hundred thousand there and no one knows them. Right. It wasn't like, it wasn't about the fame with us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the fame of just trying to be the, yeah, you know me. Yeah. you. It's just like, yo, you want to buy this tape? You want to buy this CD? I don't, you don't got to know me or whatever. If you like it, you like it. I don't care if you like it. It's whatever. And so it was more so about the
0: business. It wasn't no us. big promo- publicity marketing. Yeah,
3: it wasn't push what, behind it. Was it the PR company rolling it out? You it still sold. It, it was like five hundred thousand copies two, two, or whatever. And and then we, I mean, in too short is just a big fish in the pond that you know that that gets overlooked, but. Of course, the E40s. And then we begin to mention names like Andre Nicotina, where you have to be a real hip hop fan to know who this guy is. But if you don't, then you look at his accolades and you look at his sound scans and his fan base. You're like, wow, this is one of the first tech nines. This is one of the first cult follower, like where you'd be like, this dude has a cult following everywhere he goes in and out the country um and then it just transcends and trickles down of course they're on tour right now they're on a 90 day tour right now like they're 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 doing 90 dates 30 years later sold out shows all around the world like i was talking to tajay yesterday and he was like i think he was like in brussels or somewhere and i'm just like i'm like damn how do how do it feel 30 years later like just that. Your and this impact. is 30. This is 30 years. Well, 93 it's, till. it's 30, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. 30, 30 years. 30 year anniversary. 93 tour. till what? Til exactly. Infinity. Exactly. It's still, it's till infinity. Exactly. Till infinity. Exactly. still going. So, so. So. And now that's trickled down to some of the younger guys that are from this area that um that are from our area that are mixing in the independents, but are kind of jumping to this thing that we like to call the middle pendants. Where they're they're not indie, they're not fire, you know, they're not major, fire, but they're right pendant. There, middle middle pendant. Ended, and they're getting the you know with with the Larry Jones. He just yeah. dropped an album with Alchemist. Alchemist yeah. the album does that's that's 20, getting a lot of love first though. Week.
0: That's getting a lot of love. A lot of
3: love. Like anything Larry Larry does, Larry's yeah. Larry has created a fan base that's once again worldwide. He's, you don't hear him everybody talking or screaming his name. If you know, you know. Yep. But what he's doing, he's doing numbers. And yeah. you know, and and you get a chance to see that. You get a chance to see other artists that are flourishing in their own respect. Like I'm a huge Pilo fan. Love Pilo. Another artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Who knows producer. who Pilo is? Pro- Pro- you know what I mean? Like, Outs- but- outside of the baby. Yeah. No, I only know Pilo because of you.
0: Not even outside the Bay. Like, just like he has a hardcore fan base, right? And an extensive catalog. And you look at his. Um. You look at like a go to his YouTube and you'll see him perform at like. An arena, and I'm like, how does it's, how, those people all know his name? So how come no one says his name to me? You know what I mean? And he makes joint after joint after joint after. I got 90 pillow joints <laughs> in my phone. MP3s. Like I don't stream from from streaming service. Right. I I put the music in my phone. Old school. You don't stream right. at all. I mean a little bit, but like I always get nervous if I have no Wi Fi. Am I fucked? Like I got music <laughs> oh, in man. my phone.
1: Such so, an interesting guy, bro. Fab, you don't
3: even know. But Pilo, then you got like um, Pilo, Simba. No, who's the other guy? La Russell. Oh, La Russell. LaRussell. Yeah. La Russell. La Russell. Yeah. La Russell is definitely changing the game just bro, based on the Russell fact is that he's like, "Guy, I don't care what y'all doing. I don't even want to perform at your venue. I'm going to perform in my backyard." No, that's crazy. And I'm going to invite everyone to my backyard and You offer like offer based, offer based tickets. So, you offer five hundred to get in. Nah, for this show, I really wanted a thousand. So we're not we're gonna hold on that offer. So you have people that are actually paying three to four thousand dollars to come to watch him in his backyard perform.
1: That's I did not know that about. No, it's crazy. Like, That's wild, bro.
3: He did a show. He told me he is is did a like show. Insane. Like Shh. Diddy has visited Chance the Rapper. No, they insane. have to go to him. These people come to his backyard where his mom is cooking. His dad is That's cooking. Dad's I mean. cooking it's like on the grill. I a think house.
2: it's just an actual whole complete experience that you're buying. They, with pressing, him. they press in. They press the shirts. Him. It's like you get in the garage. Like, like you're almost a part of the family that day. You're yeah. watching.
3: You're watching the merch get pressed right yep. there right right in the right garage. In. yep. Then yep. you get a, a chance to have an exclusive. CD or footage of the day of, I mean, it's insane, but no, it's crazy. This is he, in a nutshell, he's a microcosm of what the the macro Bay Area has done for years. Yeah, he's found a way to put it merge it with it and merge it. Yeah, current in current times. Yeah, and he's giving complete knowledge to the next generation and the current
2: generation on how to do it. That's the most impressive part to me, is that he's sharing the information instead of holding it. Like, hey, if you want to ask me, I'll tell you how to do it. Most people wouldn't do that for you. Most people would want to hold on to the information that works for them. I
0: called the Russell a couple times mm-hmm. to literally ask him, everything you're doing right now is so big. You got it to a like, level. He told me he did a show. I think he did. It was a little theater somewhere. In the, in the Northwest somewhere, 400 people. He's like, I walked away with 80,000 because he is off a of base. People's buying the merch, buying the CD, all that shit. I said, yo, you're doing shit on such a big level. I want to try to do what you do, but how do I start? Like, what's day one? You're, you're already up to day 478. How do I do day one? And he sat and talked to me for an hour.
1: This man is very busy. Have you applied to any of this stuff? Because so far we're still broke.
0: No, I applied it. You're applying it. You see all these goons I got with me, and then I hit it. Was that
1: part of it? Was he <laughs> yeah. said hire thirty interns? Yeah,
0: but like he, but it's the fact that he talked to me for that long. It was like this is how you do it. Just yeah, boom, we, boom. we don't have
3: a problem sharing it. Like I think the the coldest phrase in black culture that set us back for several years is that the game is to be sold, not told. I, I always I literally never <laughs> understood that. Like that, I would always hear it and be like, what does that mean? The game is that game, game that means they're they're putting a price on the knowledge. Right. And, information sharing. right. and what that what that did was it cheated several generations of people that could have had access to things that they should have knew. I
0: bet you whoever came up with that term it was a pimp. It was a pimp no, it was but a pimp. also didn't mean it the way it then was interpolated and it was like this game is to be sold, not told but that what didn't mean for the independent
1: hustle side.
3: For interpolated,
1: do you mean interpreted? That's what I said. No, you said interpolated like it was taking a song, like a sample, um, yeah, sample and change. Yeah, because you had they sampled it. Got it, got it, got yeah. it. Oh, I'm
3: with you. I just
2: to no, make that's sure that vi- I
1: was with you. I mean, I, by the <laughs> way, that's a very deep point, though.
3: No, most the- definitely, because what happened was uh, once again, the Bay culture pimps like that. In the 70s, they had a a black exploitation film called The Mac. Mm -hmm. And The Mac was a movie solely based off this character from Oakland, Frank Ward, that was played by Goldie. And that was the lifestyle that people wanted to be a part of. So, And then that was combative at the times where... The Panthers were still coming, so now you have the Panthers that are trying to clean up the community and 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 create brotherhoods and create uh, implement the programs that they were implementing the ten point programs and many of these other things that they were doing with that organization that was uh, refiltering the community and and protecting protecting the community. Now they were combated versus these pimps, so now you have. That's also leading them to fight, and that's leading Mm -hmm. them to clash. So the pimps is what became our role models. These were the people that we began to say, man, I don't want to be like this. Black Panther, revolutionary, broke-ass, talking about what's up, brother? Where the money at, bro? (laughs) And so you looking at the black brother who who's telling you about being positive and helping your community and standing up for your rights and stuff, but he ain't having no money. Then you look at the pimp who got the Cadillac. He got the pretty women. He got the diamonds, the gold. You like? That's who I want to be like. So all of the philosophies that the Panthers were uh, installing in, into the community, they went in one, and they were the interpolation yeah. when they remixed it. <laughs> it went in one ear and out the other. But everything that the pimp told you stuck. Man, pimp these hoes, nephew. Man, get it out the hoe ass, man. You know what I'm saying about? Fast money off the ass money, man. Get the cash money, man. You know what I'm talking about? The game is to be so not told, man. You give me some money, I could give you some in this game. So we became obsessed with that. Mm. We became idolized. And then that's henceforth a rapper like Too Short that embodied what the pimps were saying. He created a character, Shorty the Pimp. And now you're like, oh, the messages to the masses began. Pimp these holes. More adding to the destruction. And not throwing the boulders on short shoulders, but what we're saying is we understood what the culture created. And that was the product of our culture. <laughs> so in the Bay Area, you have a microcosm of these, these things. You have Panthers, you have pimps, you have gangsters, you got killers. It's just like a part of the culture. Just like New York's wanted to be MCs and hustlers or basketball players, we wanted to be pimps, Panthers. A gang member. You feel my gangsters?
1: It's wild. Then you have the backdrop of like the hippies and the whole 60s movement there. Then you have the fact that like basically it became the place for homeless people to be. Like you add all of this up into the pot and then you look right now. In 2023, it is still the place that the far right uses as the example of how bad America can be. Like you turn on the news right now. They'll talk about it. Every day. It is some racist Republican going and look what they're doing in San Francisco
3: and Oakland. But this, Every day that's still the case. But you and, and, and to add in this point how, and this is where the show goes somewhere else, just for a quick second though, um, we have to look at what was socially engineered. And the black consciousness and the level of social reform, what was happening with Huey Newton and the Black Panthers, what they were doing were they were creating this... Um, uh, the the policies. It wasn't nationalism because nationalism is always protected by some forms of fascism and racism. And we have to understand these things. These are all separate agendas. They were just protecting and empowering their own communities and their own people. What that did was that was a threat on the national security, which J. Edgar Hoover created this program called counterintelligence, the COINTELPRO, mm-hmm. which led to the disruption and the deactivation of the Panthers movement, but one of the key components that came from that was the flooding of crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. Which was a social engineer experiment drop right there in the middle of in the heart of Oakland, California, San Francisco Greater Bay Area, Greater Bay Area, to destroy the central intelligence of Black identity and social reform, which was the home of that because of the Panther started in Oakland, California. Mm. All right. So now we drop this load. Now we're dealing with all of these competitive resources that are that are counter like counterintelligence. Now we're dealing with crack. Now we're dealing with pimps. Now we're dealing with uh uh uh. violence Violence, now we're dealing with the drugs the gangs and so it's like whoa that was socially engineered to destroy that then you have j edgar hoover saying that huey newton is public enemy number one he made if you if we look at a list of all of the public enemy number ones and you see huey newton you like this is odd like why is this man public enemy number one because
0: any because they were all in the cold war and at any moment they felt the black movement was gonna go communist, exactly. And the Cold War, which is the number one enemy, they were like, "We can't have these people that we've been treating like shit for four hundred years go to other
3: route." No, but it wasn't even so much about communism. They used that to group that to in group together, yeah, and make right, a correlation to have a reason to do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, what it was, because everyone would rally against communism. We can't have y'all. We can't have you teaching these black people about the the NRA. The only time that the NRA has ever Signed a bill that was against what they represent is when black people bought the guns. Yeah. the guns, that's the only time yeah. on record that they signed a bill. like, "Oh yeah, no, nah, hold on, this is not too, a video
0: know. of the Black Panthers on the on the steps on the stairs when they're like <laughs> when they're like
3: like y'all, no, y'all can't, y'all got guns. Yeah, oh,
0: y'all we y'all have just the just right go? to have these hold guns. Well, let's write this. You know yeah. what? This
3: I, I, I've been I've, <laughs> yeah. the Democrats have been
1: making a lot of sense recently. <laughs> this is right. <laughs> so this is,
3: that is the first time in history that that ever had happened. Yeah, fact. So this is like wait a minute the black people are rallying up and waking up and not being submissive to yeah. the 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 of what we're saying and now they're 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 standing up and they're standing against and not only are they just standing up with a, a rebellious attitude they're actually educated
2: they're using their mm-hmm. own laws against us this, they're, mm-hmm. they're using they're right.
3: what this constitutional yeah. says their rights. they're right they're, they're, they're right. learning this yeah. so the wave of that consciousness goes to vietnam Mm-hmm. Another socially engineered, like that wave wave of that generation of Mm. consciousness goes to Vietnam. When they come back, they're addicted to heroin. Mm. They're PTSD. They're shell shocked. Then when they come back, they're on crack. sheesh So this is like so when we talk about the Bay Area biasness.
1: You kind of have to include the entire... Because it thing. makes
3: sense because it's it does. not it all that ties far in. away from our generational reach. It's not right. that far. My, grand, my mother was a drug addict. My father was a heroin addict. My grandfather, my great uncle was a Black Panther. My daddy was a pimp. So when we talk about generational reach, it's in within chronological arm length.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The, oh, yeah. Our arm length... And reach to get that. So when we talk about those things, we have to involve that and and, and highlight that. But we don't want to turn super. No, political. No, no, that was no, that, no, I loved was it. I loved
1: it. That was that was necessary. And you still feel like it's so funny whenever I go to the Bay, like uh, the conversation that there is about homelessness that comes with the Bay. It's almost like you think it's going to be cliched, right? Like I live in New York. I live on the Upper West Side. And everyone talks about, oh, New York's gotten crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, not really. It's basically all the same, right? In my experience over the last 25 years going to the Bay, every time I'm in the Bay, I see someone on the street do some shit that I never see in New York. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'll go for that. The, the level of emboldened that cats have on the street in the Bay. Especially in downtown San Francisco. What? I will literally, see, I'll be like. Oh, I'm at, this actually makes me nervous. I'm crossing the street. All right, all right. Like, it's funny. Here, even in Times Square, you might every once in a while, but it's kind of rare. I, in the Bay, it's fucking nuts. And it all ties into everything you just said.
3: It's extreme, everything.
0: And then let me ask you about this. The ignorant, like, when you come to New York and you say you're from Cali, people in New York and the uh, East Coast just, a, just think LA. Cali's L.A. L.A. Right. So so the, you just the term
1: Cali, Cali. just when people say Cali yeah. in New York, by un, when untraveled New Yorkers say Cali, they don't actually they know don't what they're even saying. They don't know the difference. You might have to say San Francisco. And yeah. they, say
0: they might not even know San Francisco's in California. Right. Oh, and so they definitely
1: like, might not know that San Francisco and Oakland come together yeah, to be the Bay. Right. They definitely and, don't and know that.
3: And they definitely think that it's a, an hour away. Yes, oh, oh, each, but that's what each other? I was going to ask yeah, you they're like, they're like the Bay in LA Do you oh, think talking, that oh, hurts oh, oh.
0: Do you think that hurts the hip hop scene Being that Does it matter that it's in the same state Because it's 8 hours away Driving, or 6 hours, whatever six. it is come on, Savvy,
1: how slow are you driving? So have
0: you driven the Pacific Coast Highway? No, it's still
1: 6, 6 it's and six change, change. You're fine. 6
0: Five. from the Pacific Coast? Yeah Well, my mom drove slow <laughs> <laughs> The state is so long, Right the California's so long. LA's way at the bottom. The Bay's more at the top. If it was just cut in half and it was a different state, do you think it would be a different... That's interesting. different whole talk? Yeah. Like, if you guys lived in B- Bufunia and it was like, oh, did we live in the Bay? Because the people don't even know what the Bay means. A lot of people. Some people do.
2: I get what he's saying. He's saying, like, if if, if the Bay Area was its own was Its own state, yeah, probably be able to be um, seen more, yeah, without having to deal with the fighting, shadow cast. You know, we're, we're, we're fighting LA, we're There's fighting a, there. The is a shadow LA. cast by
1: LA yeah, inherently? Yeah, yeah.
3: We'll, right. we'll always be the little homie,
1: and it's and barely, but it doesn't make sense when you look at the numbers and the amount of artists, you're not really the little homie.
3: And but that's how it's been perceived because even with the resurgence of, or the surgence, not resurgence, even with the surgence of the Golden State Warriors winning, the Southern California will always say this is the Lakers' state, right? This is Lakers' territory. Like California is Lakers' territory, but now the Warriors is like this is a a dynasty. This is a new race. That's another thing. Dynasty. Do you
0: think? I think that's confusing to New Yorkers. Why is is it Golden State? State. Why isn't it it not the Oakland or the San Francisco Warriors? Cali has
3: always been separated, and and we and we must know that we Cali is damn near now like three states because. Even Central California, yeah, Central they, have, whole their own, world. they yeah. have their own stars now. And they have their own movement, like yep. the Fresno, the Stockton, yep. all in there. And then Southern California, the thing that has never connected the Bay in Southern California is there was never any Bloods and Crips in Oakland. Right. So we we never saw eye to eye with that. So that was always a L.A. thing. It was like, that's Southern California. Like, we don't do that up here. and. Like I said, the the pimps was more. And they like nigga, we ain't pimps. We gangbangers. We gangsters. And pimps, they like they looked at that as like like soft. like goofy and yeah, soft. Yeah. Like y'all niggas, y'all dress funny with the you know things like that. So they they never really. It was always a a level of discernment, mm-hmm. if, like for for the bay. So it was always split. And then in our mind. Our big homies, when they was coming out of jail, they would be like, Man, we don't fuck with them LA niggas, man. We ain't going down there, man. We keeping it like this. So that so they was in jail with
2: the LA because it was state yeah, yeah. and yeah, it, state it, was it.
3: because of the prisons, the prison politics.
2: You'd be broke up and sexual. Everything's already
3: separated. The blood blood's be there, the crits would be there. And the then got think the bay, thing the bay card. Yeah. So the bay card would be like I'll let you explain. I never been yeah, in
1: uncle. And where were you where were you in jail?
2: Uh, I've been into a lot of prisons. <laughs> all over, California. All over I, California. I used to run in and out of jail like like, like I, jail was probably my first home and freedom was my second. Wow. At one time. um. But yeah, like in jail, what it would be, it would be sex. And do- I mean, and it would start, it would start before prison. It would start as far as, as youth authority. Like when you would first go to jail as kids. So you put all these kids in one, in one area of jail. And now you got everybody sectioned off. Do- so it's like, and jail was like. It would be section. It would be the white, like you couldn't even eat together. Like whites eat here, blacks eat here, and then in the black car, the Crips ate here. So in the black area, for for food or working out, we had different workout sections. Right. So like the Bay Area, like okay, we have a little section for blacks. In that section, you had a Bay Area card, then you had a Blood card, then you had a Crip car and then you have general population. That means people that just don't want to be associated with anything, they'll just get whatever's left over. But <laughs>
1: Which way did you roll? Did you tell us? Bay, Bay Area car. Oh, always Bay Area. And, okay.
2: then, and then inside of the Bay Area car, you're going to have two or three different, you're going to have like BTF, or okay. you're going to have 415. Yep. So you're going to have like a car inside of the Bay Area car that kind of dictates or controls the flow of the Bay Area car. Because <laughs> if not, if not, Politics. If not if we're not protecting our own in the Bay Area, then the Crips and the Bloods can come together and with their cars and kinda of like smash us. So the Bay Area, LA it would be one car. Inside of the LA car you had the Bloods or the Crips. Inside of the Bay Area car you might have Richmond, Paliato, Frisco, um, and we all had to vote trying together to be one car because right out we outnumbered mm. and then if you went <laughs> down south to a jail you're really outnumbered because so LA so big so many people from LA is going to jail that we're going to be always be outnumbered so that's how it would be it would be like just different sections
0: but when you say down south you mean South Southern California California, Southern California yeah, right they,
2: they would be they would be they would overpopulate the jails
0: right in the in the south of the state and bridges. this is the
2: stuff that we got coming
3: out so when our homies coming out of jail They've been so brainwashed
2: conditioned and mentally, conditioned yeah. with the politics that they inoculated that in us. And then it would probably start a little bit earlier than that too, don't nephew? Mm. Because it would start like, <clears throat> so say when 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 crack first hit, right? Cocaine first, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really, the good old days. Really became popular. Like we would, L.A. would have the best prices. You know what I'm saying? Me. So you would want to take that drive to L.A. To try to get some drugs Well majority of the time Most people wasn't making it back
1: Great episode of Snowfall When they make the trip to the Bay By the way You know what I'm saying they, Real, so, so,
2: So you wouldn't So it started like Before even Like the ones that wasn't Going to jail Be like man Watch out how you fuck With the LA cats You know what I'm saying Because you go down there Trying to just find some drugs Because it's closer to Where the drugs is coming from You might not make it back You know what I mean So it was just like It's always been a gap somewhere Cali has always been divided Always been divided. Yeah,
0: man. That's, uh, I mean, it makes for great music. I, know, I, don't, like,
2: no, I won't say always, nephew. Because it's coming together now, though. Because I think at one time, like when, when 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 the Black Panthers were strong, it was a lot of L.A. cats that was joining that. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of a little bit together until drugs came. You they break. they, they broke it up
3: on purpose. It, yeah, yeah. it, it was it socially engineered. It split, because
2: it, split, it split us up. When you had
3: Huey Newton, you had Eldridge Cleaver, you had Bunchy Carter, they you, all, had, you, know, you had... Geronimo Pratt, you had several individuals that were influential in the Black Panther conscious movement. Mm. And, you know, we we talk about the Crips and things like these were social reform groups before they became gangs. Right. You know, these were gangs that were to to create uh, a form of
1: uh, uh, governing their own communities. Right. With with timeline wise. (laughs) Were the Bloods and Crips origins right on the tail end of uh, Panthers. Panthers? Yes. Most definitely. Yes. So, so it was related at the time. It's
2: definitely related. It was built. So what happens is every every one of those things was built for protection. Like, uh, we're going to build these two things to try to uh, uh, save our community. Like, for other people can't come in and harm us. You know what I'm saying? Because of riots and all those things was going on. So you how these things. Even with... In the Bay Area, you would have like 415 or you had BGF. It was all supposed to be for the protection of the people. What happens is eventually somewhere in there, we're going to go from protecting us to harming us. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Well,
0: I never saw you this. I lived in the Bay for a little while. For real? Yeah. For when? Yeah. I forget. Second and third grade. Oh, yeah. yeah Hayward, right. California. I still They're got my Hayward. library card. Uh, you talking about the 415 and the BTF? Yeah. I got my, my Hayward library card. That's still basic- got it, and I and I rolled
1: the Bart. So when you said when, so that was your set was the Hayward element or Hayward Library. All right, so I want to I want to ask you a couple of rap things too. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We got political. That was no, not-
1: no, no. I love that too. But um, I, I, this is you're the first person who I think like comes to my mind. I always have this question about battle rap, right? Battle rap has re- It's always been a subgenre, but now it's really a subgenre. Right. Like it's a genre. Yeah, well, yes, it is you know hip-hop, I mean? though. It, 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 yes, you're right. It's its own yeah. genre. Yeah. That it like, is hip-hop. It, on, the, on the Venn yeah. diagram, it's kind of separated yeah, now, Yeah, if
0: you say just a hip-hop, a general term, yes, it's a subgenre.
1: But it's its own thing now. Yeah, like, I mean, it, by that I mean I know nothing about it. Like, I feel right. pretty passionate, committed to hip-hop, and modern-day battle rap, and no, consider a different yeah, thing. Yeah, some other shit. But you're from the era, Fab, where you were battling on beats, and then you were battling when it became fully acapella. You did both. Whereas, like, I, you know, people think of battle rap. If you don't know anything, you picture 8 Mile, right? Right. Everyone's rapping on fucking Showbiz and AG and, right. and Shook Ones, right? And then right now, if you were to do it, musical pocket is not a part of it at all. At all. So, so tell me just, do you remember when it changed <laughs> and did you prefer it with music or without? what? How, where do you land on that? Because it's wildly different to be rapping to a beat and doing what they do now where there is no beat at all.
3: Super props to anyone that can do either or.
1: You mean yourself? You're just giving props to yourself. You just give a shout out to Mr. Fab. Because you like, can do both.
3: I like him. A lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. No, <laughs> no, no. And both um, take a, a shits on a skill. Most definitely. I think now is like... Um, and it's also understanding what eras and 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 you know that that some of us come from some of us come from the off the head era where it's like you're rapping off the head right Mm -hmm. there. then some people have freestyle what a freestyle is and big daddy kane broke this down and i never looked at it because i never knew i never knew that it was to be this a freestyle was a rap that you wrote that was just free of topic it didn't have any ceiling to it you could go anyway Ooh. it was just basically like creative writing and you had that in your back pocket anytime you grabbed a mic that you could spit that and that well they,
1: i've never thought of it that they way they considered
3: that a freestyle it wasn't on an album it wasn't on a project right and in my mind i would always be confused because i would see blogs and i would see people come up to these radio shows and they'd be like yo spit a freestyle and someone would spit something that they wrote and i would be like not a freestyle
1: Right, you're not freestyling. That's
3: not a freestyle. Like, that's not what I was raised to understand what a freestyle was.
1: And in fact, it changes the bar so much that when people really do freestyle, right. when you're not accustomed to hearing freestyling, you hear that and think it yeah, sucks. Because yeah, right. you're used to hearing writtens so You're not really, realizing, right. no, no, that's crazy. Yo, I've listened to Super Nat freestyle before for 30 minutes. Right. Now, if you were to compare that to someone's best bars, okay, maybe it's a different conversation, right.
3: but this is coming off the top endlessly. Yeah, right I, in the moment. I freestyle with Nat for hours. Just, you know, on some real hip hop sensei class. Like, that's one of my sensei. Shouts to like, Super Nat, man. And he's so, like, a god. Super Nat is the rap god. Like, he's yeah, a he really god. is. He's, you know, him casual. These guys are rap guys. These are guys that I've had uh, the opportunity to be around the access gates to heaven the mm-hmm. ra- of rap. You know what I'm saying? To be around those rap gods. So, and then, so the, I think the time that I was so shell shocked is I was battling locksmith on the radio and i was just going in there ready to just like freestyle and he said something so complex and dope i was like
1: Uh uh-oh the shit has changed
3: if you're freestyling (laughs) that i quit right like if that's off the head if you're that good
1: i'm done and it obviously wasn't
3: like i'm like if you're that good i retire no one can be that good like and he was just i was just like and then they pulled me to the side i was like nah he he wrote that like but you know he was just performing i was like "Yo, i'm like I'm, he's, <laughs> he's, he's great like yeah the locksmith has one of the most underrated pins in history of rap right he's he's from the bay area as well richmond california so when i realized that then the segue into watching battle rap now it became more interesting to me.
1: Oh really? So you find it more interesting with the research yeah, because, writing. Because you
3: it's it's now it's
1: deeper. <clears throat> it's much deeper.
3: It's like Othello. It's like a yeah. It's like, you know, you you it's a play. It's it, the theatrics behind it. It's the performance. It's the uh, to line. to be poignant on yeah, the I, delivery I, and the things that you do. It's like wow, that's real um and an and an orator like you know what I'm saying to be to 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 be a narrator, to be you're, you're, it's just the performing arts part of it is amazing. Yes. yes,
1: and it's totally set. That's what I mean. It's totally different than listening to music. I
3: love it. It's like watching
0: wrestling. It took me a, a while. To, right, right, right. It took At, me a while to get into it because I couldn't understand the acapella part. The words And now when it dope. pops up, yeah, it's it's, it's the performance. It's it's like as, a, as a
3: wrestler, we all grew up watching Hulk Hogan, and we watch these things, and like we would fight in the hood when somebody tells us that wrestling is fake. You would fight. You'd be like, "What do you mean? I'll, I'll beat you up." And I'll do this figure four on you. I'll show you. I'll, yeah. I'll is, this, is, is, is it, If that's
1: fake, what's this? Yeah. I'll Boston
3: Crab you and break your leg. I'll break your back right now. What are you talking about? Like, you know, I've got kicked out of class a lot of times for the Boston Crab. Right. You know, for real. But it was just more so about the theatrics behind it. Everybody comes with a character now, and it's just about great performance art. So so you love it? You still watch it all love the time? It. I love it. I, lo- I love it. Um, and it's it's amazing, man. Battle rap, hip-hop. So where do you consider it? Like, is
1: it, is it in this, like, where is it in the hip hop? It's here. It's next to it. But it's not exactly hip hop music. It's not music. It's hip hop culture.
3: It has to be the sixth subgenre of the five pillars of hip hop. Right. You have to add it in.
1: Cause it's such a fundamental part too. The it's, battling it's, is such it's a fun there.
3: B boy. It's not. It's not even. It might not even be the six. DJing, styling, dressing, coach, battle. I mean. That's right. 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 Everybody can't do it, but to those that are doing it, Pssh. respect them because they are still representing hip hop culture. Oh, the Bay, man.
1: You just randomly did to say that I'm a fan yeah. of the Bay. You're just a fan of the Bay. I huh? love
3: the hyphy. I
0: love the. What do you call um. Like, said uh, you ghost
1: ride. Do you often ghost-ride the whip? I've ghost-rided the whip before. You have ghost r- You've ghost ri- What's the In past tense?
3: Yeah. You ghost, ghost rode road. the whip. Yeah. You what? He said, what's past tense of it? Okay. It's, ghost it's rid- not oh. ghost-ridden. You
0: said, what's past tense? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said, what's the process? Well,
3: no, I can figure I've out the process. Mean, <laughs> I've ghost-ridden
0: ghost um, before. I've ghost-ridden <laughs> before.
1: He ghost rode. She ghost rode. We
0: <laughs> went ghost-riding.
3: Yeah,
1: right. Why can't I think of the guy, uh...
3: Uh, G Easy. Susie. I love G Easy. I am Sue. Uh, I, am I am Sue. Sue. Mm-hmm. What? That's not hyphy though. No, it's it's still it's a. Is it like that? It's a branch off the tree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he created. him. And his I love crew, him and you know, um, Pilo. They're all in the same Pilo, group. Pilo. He introduced. Uh, what's the other kid? John. John. Cool John. Cool John. Cool John. Cool John. Pilo. Um, Sage. Sage. Oh, yeah, Sage. Jeezy. They all come. Shouts to Jeezy, yeah. The whole, Skipper, the whole HBK family is like, you know, he was, he was like right after me. So it was like, you know, he embodied what we did, ran with it, created his own touch on it, and gave birth to the next generation. Like, so everything is all connected. Like, you know. um, Can you you tell me when Mac Dre, like,
1: became a a super culturally important figure? Yes. Because I, I sort of like missed it and then it was So, Mac Dre,
3: uh, not to interject, I apologize.
1: No, please. Um, no, just interpolate it. Yeah, interpolate that <laughs> real
3: quick. Uh, Mac Dre was already popular in the 90s. Um, him and Coolio the Underdog, they were rapping and they would have California Living. He would blow up from that. He ended up getting into some legal troubles. Uh, where he refused to tell on his his team. That cost him five, six years in the federal penitentiary. When he came out of the federal penitentiary, um, dead rappers and, <clears throat> and prison rappers get a lot of attention. Unfortunately, that's the way that this culture works. Yeah, That you have to have some negative um, things around your name for people to care about you. When, I, when he came home, his mentality was, yo, I'm finna have some fun, I'm finna represent this bay." To me, the moment that he became a cultural icon is when he put out this DVD called Trill TV. Okay. Trill television. Trill? a Trill, like real. Yeah, Trill, Like, yeah. like too real. So, yeah. too real is Trill. Yeah, Trill. That was Trill. Um. Big shout out to Uncle Bun B. I was about to say, it was Bun B. Trill. Shout out Trill. to Trill. Bun B. Trill, my Uncle Uncle Bun. Um, when they put out Trill TV, Trill TV had everybody like, like, oh, he a star. Like, he he had the Diamond Teeth. He had the Range Rover. He had the G-Wagon. This the, is Oath, Mac the, the Mac Dre. The Mac Dre. And nobody knew that he was doing this. Nobody was like, why? Like, he became a star to us. It was like, it was like, oh, I want to be like that. He had the women. How did he, he get all that?
1: Yeah, how did he get to that?
0: Stuff you talked about earlier? Got it. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> yeah.
3: Independent Messiah, man. He was right, sold right, right, a, right, right. right. a lot of records, Right, right. He's sold a lot of records. Sold a lot of records. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh it was so amazing to watch. How we became, like, people just fanned out when they saw him. Because now he was, at that time, the Bay, like, of course we knew 40, we knew short, and, you know, we loved them. And we had nothing but love and respect for the pioneers that had already did it for the Bay. But to this culture and to this generation, he looked like us. Right. He wore the clothes that we wore or we wanted to wear what he was wearing this
1: is this is like 2000 2001 2002 okay. 2003 got it um so so when you think about it just timeline wise, it's like 11 years after he dropped his first record, right. but in between he went to jail. So he dropped his first record in 92. Right. That makes him a full 10 years, a full generation after Two Short. A whole new reinvention, right. though. Like he comes out
3: and he's not, he's <laughs>
1: Nowhere near different. the person he was. He yeah. no,
3: he's nowhere near that.
1: So it's almost like now two generations removed, because when he came out in 92, he was, te- and now it's another 10 years, right. and he's a different version. He's a
3: whole different version. He's like a new character. So there
1: are probably some young people who don't even really remember how he was hitting no, in 92. No they, no, they don't They don't They know didn't that. know. They didn't don't even know. Okay they I might don't. think it's somebody if they saw
0: that they'd probably think it was a different person right, right, exactly. right. okay so so he's got it
3: created this whole new image and we're just like oh my god like this dude is a star and that's when he became a cultural icon in our eyes you know what i'm saying and um
0: and then that's where hyphy comes from
3: hyphy is it's, it's is it it's Matt that dre? recipe it's in that gumbo it's keep the it's sneak. part of yeah it's <clears throat> keep the sneak it's mac dre it's it's something terrible it's East Oakland. It's you know West Oakland house parties. It's 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 that. It's it's, and and that's the infancy stages. Then it goes nationwide. It got it's Federation. Yeah. So it's it's like you know it's like oh okay. Is there now,
1: one producer who Rick Rock? Rich Rick Rock.
3: Rick Rock it's was the, producing Federation. Got it. Um, but Mac Dre was doing his own beats. Oh, you okay. had like Mac Dre. Then you had. The long forgotten hero that I love to always show love to is Sean T. Sean T is like the most underrated. Whenever they talk about dope producers, they never mention his name, but he has some big records in that time. Uh, that kind of like catapulted the whole Bay like, Area sound. Who did sound the keep the sneak? Like, like Rick Rock did Rick Rock, some of the keep sneaks. Yeah, Rick Rock, Lev, Lev Burlak. Um it, know, it was just it was a multitude of producers. It was a hella different. But what did this
0: like? Th-
3: The sound became in sequence when it became what tempo that you're making this beat at. Right. So 101. Whatever tempo, what BPM that you were making it and the content that was being talked about. And if you could say something like this, okay, then we're going to consider that hyphy. There were many songs that were just threw in the hyphy hyphy, cylinder. Hyphy just
0: became that name of music that came out that time. Anything from the Bay was like, oh, that's hyphy. It might not be technically hyphy. hyphy. And if you know what
2: I think that well, we forget that we overlook that I I I can look at Mac Dre brung every race together in every area, everybody. So like if like before you you know E forty you know you wouldn't really know, but Mac Dre brung you had every every nationality was going dumb. Every national for everybody was like it was one Bay Area movement. It didn't matter if you was Filipino, white, Hispanic. So it, it made it matter. to the
1: suburbs it was one with, party. with Mac Dre. One
3: ever. party, like there was no. Ethnicity and any of that meant nothing at that time for us because it was about a party. It was about yeah. us all coming together. I miss if, that, Fab, if Fab has a show, Fab's calling ten different artists, and we're all—I'm going to all let them do a song on my set. And we're all. Well,
0: what's the song they told you you weren't allowed to do at clubs?
3: Kicked out the club. I do kick out the <laughs> they club.
0: tell you don't do that
3: song. No, you, we'll shut this party down. If we'll kick you out the party. club if you do <laughs> like, kick out. If the you do kick out, get out get the club, paid. you will we'll be shut this down party. Down. It was in contracts. It was like, yo, you you can't do that. you Can't do kicked out the club. If you do kicked out the club, we're shutting this the down. down. The sound will shut down. We're, we're closing it down. Yeah. So I did.
1: Yeah, you had to. You had to. No. How how big? Like how how much did the city shut down when Mac Dre died? was it like a is there a way to describe that cuz see
3: it's tough for you to say city because you have to remember it's like boroughs so the bay area is still built like boroughs right and and in all those boroughs it's like Vallejo, Oakland, Richmond, Berkeley, San Jose, Fairfield they they and it was it was impacted like everyone San Francisco it was just totally impacted Mac Dre dying was like it was like lugubrious it was it was it was the worst feeling in the world it was cloudy just hurtful harmful everybody's just like wow and like
1: the radio stations everyone's talking about it all day playing his music over the
3: bay and they just like you know and it was tough man the news talked about it everybody talked about it man so you know and that was 2004 so still to this day and Almost twenty years later, we're still talking about it. Yeah, that just goes to show how impactful that was.
1: Do people have love, to, love for Drake for the reference on the motto?
3: For it's always mixed emotions, right? Like,
1: was it both? So some yeah. people are like, who are you to say that? And other people say, hey, thank you for keeping his name alive. People.
3: The Bay Area has always had that small town emotion where Well, there's so much stuff gets stolen from the Bay and they, don't get, right, credit. Right. they says, don't get credit. He so. might yeah. he
0: might have been doing it with great intentions, but go, here go another one. They're trying to steal from they us. Steal yeah. us our yeah, shit. Right.
3: They're trying to steal from us because, you know, um it's it's just that it's like the the kid from the small town that goes to the major school instead of going to the local school that was there and everybody's just like, Why did you leave us? Why would you leave us? That you know, we have a Uh, an an abandon phobia like there's an abandonment issue in the bay area that they don't they really don't want you to get too big they just stay home stay the hometown hero and sometimes some has to spread their wings and fly and so um i love seeing some of the artists flourish that are coming from our area man i I love watching the things that they're doing i love watching the Kaylanis and her right her Her and la russell and you know, um, G Easy and. Oh my God, Kalani is. Um, I love watching these so people dope, flourish man. because no matter what, they still represent that bay. No matter what. Whether they're yeah, doing you can it, hear it there, it. The, you could hear it. You could hear, hear it in their talk, you could see it in their style. Dress. Yeah. It's there. And we just need more people to you know to get inside of the infrastructure of like the industry. Like lives their, their in awareness. LA.
0: Yeah. Every beat to this day is a bay beat. You know what I mean? Like, it don't they matter. He, it. He's like, I live here for the opportunities. I make music from up there.
3: Yeah, it's just the public man unfortunately what we talk about is those that curate these playlists or those that curate what they like to say is cultural appropriate they love labels they love yeah, lists. It's all labels, they yeah. love putting people in sub genres and it just confuses everything because just be a creator and cur- curate whatever it is that you yeah, want to you're be right. don't worry about oh if I'm making a bass song is this a bass song man just make good music man yeah. and have fun doing it that's I, that's why I love Larry June he's just like dude I don't I'm Larry June, bro. Like, you feel me? I'm making that
1: And honestly, that's one of the things, you know, Larry June is the kind of artist that I play on, on my show. Right. I, I, that's why I just love underground hip hop. Because when you make it from the, making that, kind, and I use the word underground loosely, but I don't think there's, you certainly have to describe Larry June, I think, as stylistically in that vein of, sure. you know, real hip hop shit. Region is so unimportant Region when it comes to that way. shit. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to underground shit, it's just like, oh, that's just that's that shit fire. Alchemist produced it. I don't give a fuck where the word.
3: Region we're, doesn't mean anything because you got Jay Worthy who's killing it in LA. Yep. You got Dom Kennedy, who's killed it for several years there. You have Currency Spitter who's killing it in in his areas and respected areas nationwide, worldwide. But yeah. these are all artists that are just dope artists, man. I think yeah. that we need to get rid of titles and if the music is dope, rock with the music, play the music, spread it, spread the love and if the artists are cool, Support them as well, like, you know what I'm saying? Because there's some talented artists that are assholes and dickheads, and it's just like it makes it tough to support those. But if you got some cool artists that's just making some dope music, hip-hop, and it's invoking emotion and it's creating those vibes for you, get behind it and support it. Like, people, I don't care if, if my music is receptive like that um, or, or, or received in any way because I'm a dope-ass human. Like if I didn't make music, I would still be a person that would be able to come up and, and, and do Got sports it. talks and do comedy and do acting or be a writer or an author or a community philanthropist. There's so many different titles to the things that I do that I don't even I don't I don't become encapsulated with a title. Yeah. I'm just human. You know what I mean? And I and, and, and I'm living my human life, bro. And that's to me, that's what's most important. Just be a dope ass human. Safe.
0: Two things before we go. Well, <laughs> three. Um one okay, so all this Bay Talk, California Talk, <laughs> it's not funny. But the video of E forty getting ejected from the game, Sacramento. which is Sacramento and Golden State Warriors, which is like neighbors. How could E forty be getting kicked out?
1: White people. Sorry, Karen. I let you go. Fam. Yeah, for real. Um, the Darren
3: Karen. You know when, <laughs> when you're dealing with the Darren Karen, man, you look at that and you, and you see. That no matter how successful, no matter how much of a positive influence you can be, no matter, uh, you know, you, when we talk about entrepreneurialism, he embodies that. If an entrepreneur was a person, it would be him. Yep. This is Earl Stevens, the liquor connoisseur, the liquor, the liquor ambassador, who has his own alcohol, who has his own wine, who has his own cooking show. Have, he has so many different things going on, man. Self-made millionaire. Where, where, real quick, where are 40
1: seats at the Warriors games?
3: He sits right next to the Warriors bench. So he's right you, do, do you understand
1: the level of successful and rich you have to be to sit near anywhere near the warrior's fucking bench oh, yeah, sure. of any state including MSG there's not a more expensive building to sit in in america that lower bowl at oracle sure. is the heads of every single tech company exactly. on planet right. earth
3: i've been there for 15 years like
1: so I, show me a receipt i want to so, see so cuz it's crazy
3: we've been there where where we sit i've been sitting for like 15 years he's been sitting for about about a decade um but it's just crazy to watch you see somebody like this like you're putting E40 out the game are you serious he's at every game sitting in the front row like like that's like kicking Jack Nicholson out that's oh, like yeah. you know what I'm saying Spike Lee that's you're kicking Spike Lee out of the game you're kicking Billy Crystal out of the game you're kicking like this is this is what we're doing and <clears throat> it's unfortunate because it just goes to show you, like they said, no matter what. In some eyes of these Americans, these Darren Karens, you're still a nigga. And I mean that—that's literally how it looked. And it's just like it's tough, no, I'm trying to figure out that, how
1: it could be something else because, because, because she's just, sitting behind
3: him. Behind right. him. So, so her, it doesn't make sense. Her gripe is he was standing too. You're much. standing up. Uh, Lady, this is the first playoff game that the Sacramento Kings and the Warriors have played. The energy in here is intense. Everyone's on the edge of their seat. I'm sitting in front of you, and I'm tall, and you're constantly telling, you're heckling me. So you're heckling me, telling me to sit down, and I just paid all this money for these seats, and we're, everybody's in here.
0: No, there. not just paid. Always <laughs> I, been paid. And I've been yeah. paid. And, and, like,
2: and you're probably only telling me to sit down because of the I'm moment rooting. that I'm standing up rooting. And because
3: I'm rooting for the
2: war here. That's, that's, that's a that's very no point. important part. Was no it reason. in the other team? It was in, it was, it was was in if Sacramento. If I was standing up rooting for Sacramento, It'll you be wouldn't have said anything. It would be fun to game. wouldn't have said anything. So
3: I'm pretty sure that Vivek is going to issue... Um, a public apology. He's also going to issue probably um, accommodate him no, with some the seats dude and everything. The
0: security dude almost like like he was trying to almost put him in handcuffs. Like yeah, the no, way he's, he grabbed he's, him. He's,
3: he's definitely going to. Uh, there's going to be some something going on. But Vivek is a, an amazing human. This is the owner of the Sacramento Kings. He used to be a co part owner. Uh, of the Golden State Warriors oh, a few years so, ago, so we, there's history there. He's, yeah. he's a he's a friend. Yeah, um, his his he has a beautiful family. His daughters in very uh, has donated to so many different events in our community events yes, so, over the so years. So they're gonna do the right thing. Shit, right. It was I, that, just it was just there's a nasty no doubt moment. in my mind that Vivek will make this right. Yeah, in whatever that, way that he can. I don't even
0: I know nothing about sports. Right. I don't care. I, I was hurt that I saw e40. I think
3: and, all of us were
0: in that. Place yeah. get treated that way where the guy oh, In Northern like,
3: California. I right. think yes. was this is, so big. This it wasn't LA. LA. This is 40. You're in Northern California. Like what yeah. are you talking what about? Is, yeah, this like, is like this is E40. So I, I like I say, there's no doubt in my mind that Vivek will correctify things. I mean, the the it it's already been, you know, uh, um attenuated type results that has happened from it. But I think that he will come back and, you know. Yeah, that's, that's. You think cool. forty will be there tomorrow or the next day, whenever it is. No, and the reason why is because forty is big on respect. He's very big on respect, yeah. and um. Can you imagine he, what he's going to get though when he walks into
1: Oracle for the for the Whoa. first oh, game? It's going to be World. insane. <laughs> it's going to be insane. Wait so the next <laughs> game is at like are we're, we're
0: one flying more back in Sacramento, home and, home. Then,
3: oh. and he'll be at the home one. He, yes. They they have they have globally humiliated this man, so I wouldn't because be, if you don't know who E
0: forty is. Oh, some it. black guy is Period. assaulting a white woman, verbally assaulting some woman, if and they're they get kicked
3: out. If they don't get on it asap, I definitely see some legal, uh, some legal things going on. I mean, because this is this is public humiliation. Yeah, yeah, this is public humiliation beyond uh, yeah. understanding. You know? Yeah, I,
0: I I was watching that like with disgust, and I'm like, know nothing about sports. That's forty,
3: man. You don't do like don't forty. Do. That's forty water, man.
0: Okay, we gotta go. Ooh. This guy hit me up, was in town, said he wants to do my comedy show. This guy did my show the other night. Ten minutes. Th- first of all, I got t- you. Got to respect the light. Bro. I didn't even see the light. At first. The light. You know what the light is right. I didn't have my glasses. Yeah.
3: I saw the light. <laughs> when I see when I looked around and I seen the okay. light. I'm like, oh. Okay. Because I, I was the light. Light. disrespected the light. I was lighting them. Was him. it disrespected? It was a little
0: long. I If you didn't see
3: it. I didn't. I did you really not? I swear. Did you really not see it, or
0: did you say? Did I say don't do kick out the club? And you said no. I'm gonna do kick out the club. At <laughs> <In laughs> this,
3: this stage of my life, I'm very respectful to of the course. rules and everything. And I promise you, I did not see the light. I didn't yeah. even see where you were. And when I, got I should up, have told you where the light would be coming from, I'm like, okay. So then when I when I panned and I, I'm like, oh shit, the light. Let me wrap this up. So, most so how, Mister
0: Fab, do at least 10, 12 minutes. So how
3: did he do?
1: Oh, hilarious. I hilarious.
0: hilarious Is this the thing bro. you're
3: into? I love comedy. And you love just getting up there and doing it? Yeah, and randomly. Like, just spluttered a moment. Spot. Like, like, freestyle. I, I, I freestyle. Freestyle, too. Like, yeah, I yeah. probably had, like, two rehearsed jokes that I've done before, but I've only done it, like, in clubs, like, three times. There's an open mic spot where we go and we just play around, but, like, in a serious setting where it's real comedy fans, that- not just Mr. Fab fans. Well, Is this-, this the cellar?
0: Yeah, like your third time ever, right. is the comedy seller. Like you might not realize how big that is, bro. That's the comedy seller. Know. Like that's the just the spot, bro.
3: I, I did. I have fun, and it was dope. The reception that that I received, but I, I
0: see it because he got to give the gift of gab. And is it real quick? We're done. The the famous story of when Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was doing a Bill Cosby impersonation for a long time. He was trying to be Bill Cosby. No, he was still in his jokes. And, and he was like, "He was like, I'm not doing this no more. Went to the Bay and became the Richard Pryor that we know. Same thing with Chappelle. When he left the Chappelle show, how he would make his money is he'd go to Bay for two weeks. And do a show every night. Little, what was this club? The, the Paris? the New Parish. Paris. New Parish. New Parish. He will go in there, do two weeks, two shows a night leave with 200, 300 grand, live his life. So the bay, when it comes to like hip hop, I love, but then the comedy aspect of it is that you could be so real there. It's it's, it's a great thing. I can't wait to do the
3: punchline one day. It's going to be dope, man. Um, hey, man, we appreciate y'all allowing us to come up here. What? And this conversation was super Yeet. dope because it, it, the, the, it the pendulum so many. was like, it was, you know, it was that further what? to the left. What well, we interpolated uh, it.
2: now what?
1: The pendulum. Yeah. It swung, <laughs> Unc. You see this the pendulum side. swung. To the left I'm not going to be happy, way. by the way, speaking of comedy, until you do a sketch where Lil Rel plays Unc. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to see him. Ah! He, he looks like an older, a younger version. No, have you oh, seen Rel seen now? Seen now. It. Rel grew out great, too. Oh, I've seen him yet. I seen it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Seen him yet. No, he's funny. Shouts to <laughs> Lil Rel. Hey, man. Uh, thank you guys. This is Davis Jr., AK. Millie, man. Thank y'all so much, man. Yellow Bus Rider. Thank y'all.